What's your story? Whether you're a client or an independent financial advisor, we know you face many important decisions that can affect your and your clients' long-term financial success. Welcome to the WIN Podcast. What's important now with Corey Hymanson, accredited investment fiduciary and president of Hymanson Wealth Advisors. In this podcast, Corey helps you identify your goals and objectives through financial education and comprehensive planning, while inspiring you to make better behavioral decisions in your personal finance. With a twist on pop culture and current events, join us as we explore growth and protection strategies for individuals, advisors, and their businesses. Come and discover what's important to you now. Hello, and welcome to the Win Podcast with your host, Corey Hymanson. Corey, how are you, man? Eric, I, I always want to say good to see you, but I should say, hey, it's great to see you. <laughs> I don't know. We're, uh, we're here, and we have the, the guests that we had in our last episode, so we're kind of in the second half, uh, so to speak, of this, this event. Yeah, so for the listener, please, uh, normally we wouldn't say this because you can, you can kind of listen to these standalone. However, you really do need to go back and listen to the first episode with Jessica and Travis first. Um, there's a lot of foundation and history that you're going to learn there before we get into today's topic, which is actually the foundation that they built off of uh, what they spoke about on the last podcast. So I'm, I'm excited for you guys to get into it. Jessica and Travis, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Would one of you like to to maybe give us a quick recap of, of what the foundation is, and then maybe we'll talk forward of yeah, anything where foundation the foundation has to be going. recapped has by to be me. The, the lovely Jessica. Yeah, I, I, take, I take this foundation stuff real serious. I really do, but um, yeah, you so do. yes, it is best that I do it, because yes. otherwise I'll just interrupt you. I, I start, <laughs> I, I, I've often started it, and, I, and if you're there, I'll be like, I'll just turn it over to you anyway, because I feel like, you know, yeah. you're in front of the professional. When she says interrupt you, I think she meant to say correct you. Correct. That, that's there right. we go. That is, that is what she meant. <laughs> yep, for sure. Kindly for sure. correct kindly you. Correct you. <laughs> so why don't you kindly tell us what the Oakland Foundation is about? Yeah, gosh, the Oakland Foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that was... Uh, Founded in, were established officially in December of 2018, after the loss of our daughter Oakland, who would be five, almost five and a half now. Um, we give back to families after loss, uh, regardless of gestation or age. So we give to all loss, pregnancy, infant, uh, child loss. We help for it all, give back to it all. Why don't you tell a couple of the events that we have? Because we do have a couple of big events that do yeah, help. So we, we are 100% nonprofit, which um, I like to tell people because I take a lot of pride in this that I am not paid to run this nonprofit. We don't pay anybody. Right. Um, so we are 100% volunteer based, which we take a lot of pride in. I take a lot of pride in. I said from day one of starting this nonprofit, I will never take a penny from it uh, because I want every single dollar to go back to the families who have lost. So we host a couple different events throughout the year to bring awareness to loss, but also to bring families together to celebrate, honor, and remember their child. So we have uh, what is called Beauty and Babes, which is always in April, the first or second weekend in April. It is a runway show um, featuring moms that have lost. There are models. And then we have local boutiques that dress them. And we do their hair and makeup and, and make them feel beautiful for the day. They have a chance to record little stories about their child that we play during the program. Um, and then the boutiques come and sell 
their clothing from their store. So it's a, a way to come and shop and have cocktails and hors d'oeuvres and um, just celebrate, honor, and remember. So that one's really, really powerful, our biggest event of the year. Uh, we also have a pregnancy and infant loss walk run, um, mm-hmm. walk to remember. That is in the summer, usually July-ish time frame. It is the first walk, uh, pregnancy and infant walk, that's been brought to the Sioux Falls area. So really proud of that. We also have a side-by-side poker run uh, that's started by my parents, and um, we just kind of help them along with that one. They take a lot of pride in doing that and uh, gives the grandparents a chance to come together and honor and remember and uh, kind of our man's (coughs) event, you could call it. Um, And then there's talks of possibly doing a global tournament um, in the fall. That'll be our first that we've done. We've done a uh, golf tournament before, but this will be first of that kind. Like nighttime golf. Yeah. You're talking, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've done that, but man, it's been 25 years ago or something. I mean, it was you don't have to be good at golf to do nighttime golf because <laughs> nobody's good you at that time. You do have to be good at drinking beer. There's a country song that it just made me think of. <laughs> I ain't good at many things, but I'm pretty good at drinking beer. You guys know what song I'm talking about, yeah. right? And for the global tournaments, you don't have to be good at golf. You just got to be good at that. I mean, of all the tournaments that I know about, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Sounds like we will need to put a link on my website for the <laughs> uh, interview process of the global event. Ah, yeah, shit. but the, the events are, are a big deal. Um, they are. And yeah, I think global would be a great addition. But uh, yeah, just kind of showcase what we do and how we are able to give back and, uh, you know, tune in to, uh, for 2024 Beauty and Babes because that's coming up this weekend. But it's a really big deal and you've put a ton of work into it. And it's just uh, such an awesome way to give back to moms that have lost and make them feel beautiful for the day and yet um, have their child that they lost live on uh, through that event. So it's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. That is, it is super cool. And the thing that jumps out at me is when you say you're not taking a salary, you know, that there are foundations, there are nonprofits out there that sometimes people are getting paid. Yes. And, right. And I think um, donors or contributors, sometimes that's in the back of their mind when, the, right. when they're solicited for, for things like this, whether it's a, a smaller entity or a foundation or if it's a national or a global, mm-hmm. you know, right. and, and, and I can feel the passion you have for the event or, or for the events and the, and the foundation itself. And, and you can tell it's real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, do you have, are there a lot of other volunteers that, that work alongside you on this or is it all you? Yeah. So, um, I have a board of directors that they're great. They're awesome. Um, but I do have a lot of volunteers that come forth. I, there's no way I could do this all on my own. Um, I do have a problem with giving up control. So I've Travis, gotten better. Travis, any, any comments? I've gotten well, much you know. better at asking for help. Um, this is like uh, Shark the, Week this week right here. You know, yeah. Stay away from her. Uh, <laughs> well, so one of the big things we do uh, with our nonprofit, I'll just kind of backtrack a little bit. So when we left the hospital, after Oakland passed away, you literally leave with nothing in your hands. Um, We left with an empty car seat. We left with a diaper bag that was full of things ready for this child that we didn't get to bring home. And that right away, I would say within a couple months of losing her, I told you that I had this thought to Mm -hmm. give back. I wanted to do something to help moms that had lost. And what I was finding is as I would come in contact with different women who had lost, like I was being their support and yet they'd lost years ago, but yet I had just lost this child and God was giving me these words to speak 
life in them and I'd come home and I'd be like, I have no idea what just happened. Yeah, like that happened a lot right away. I have no idea what just happened, but I totally turned their life around with my words and I don't even know where they came from. And so God started to put this idea of a nonprofit in our hands. And our big goal was to work alongside area hospitals um, to make sure that they had the resources available to give to families right away so they didn't have to leave empty-handed. One of the things we received the day of Oakland's funeral was a weighted bear. Um, so our, it's, it's a teddy bear essentially, uh, and it weighs eight pounds, 10 ounces, which is exactly what Oakland weighed when she was born. And it was absolutely life-changing for our kids in their healing process. It was huge for me. And I was like, families need these. Like we have to mm -hmm. get these in the hands of these families. So started working along a nonprofit in Omaha. Um, we essentially would purchase them through this nonprofit and they would ship them. So it would just say from the Oakland Foundation. Well, fast forward a few years in 2020, right before COVID hit, um, they called me and they were like, we're gonna close our doors and we wanna gift it to you. And so that is when we, we took over the weighted bears. And so we do them now ourselves, which is pretty cool. So I make them. Um, by myself with mm -hmm. some volunteers. We finally added some volunteers to the mix. And um, so we hand make these bears and uh, we signed a big contract with one of the hospitals in Sioux Falls working on the second one um, where the families go home with a bear right away. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. That is very cool. And, and I'm gonna ask this question. I don't even, I don't even know if you wanna answer it, but I mean, just numbers wise, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're, I don't even want to throw out a guess of like how many bears in a year could you? So I just uh, tallied up numbers and we, so since starting in December of 2018, we have helped around 760 families. We've been in 34 states and Canada. Um, so it's been crazy, but this last year signing this contract, um, with the hospital last year we only did three quarters and we were over a hundred just for wow. them and that's over that would be uh not even considering uh the pregnant or the um miscarriage portion of it these these are babies that were delivered right um this year it's projected to be around 170 and that's on top of what we already do through our nonprofit, like what comes through for requests yeah that th those numbers you, you can probably see my eyes just rolling back that yeah. it, it, that that amazes me yeah because it's something i've never thought about right as far as statistics or things like that 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 affects so many people right i mean you think statistic wise it's one in four one in four women uh, experience a loss but um based on numbers from last year um they're actually thinking it's more like one in two to one in three now um so loss is just i don't know if it's just factors they of seem life to be that, increasing yeah man. they're increasing yeah, which is um, interesting yeah which is really sad yeah but we're here to help and but it's just it's a number that i never thought you know we started this as just kind of something to like give right. back and there was a lot of loss in the area even that wasn't talked about and then it just like exploded well i'm um, glad that you mentioned that because that was one of the things that god gifted you with was the ability to uh talk about your situation uh, both of us i think but specifically you 
because what we encountered in the first year or two after losing Oakland was realizing that there were so many people out there that had lost and never talked about their loss because times were different and you were taught to whether you were taught directly or just indirectly by culture around you to sweep it under the rug. And we don't talk about that because that's an awkward subject for people and people don't want to talk about it. But you weren't that way when, when we, I don't think either one of us were, but you specifically weren't that way when we lost Oakland and right away you were telling. Yeah. But that was because I was a hairdresser at the time. I was a hairdresser for 15 years of my life. Um, I had the same clients that I had seen since I started. And so they came to me after Oakland passed away and they said, tell me about her. And it was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not ready, but yet it forced me to. So every day, like I'd see eight, nine clients a day and I'd repeatedly tell her story, tell her story, tell her story. And what I found was that pretty soon I started telling it with joy instead of pain. Right. And um, so that's something I really stress to people that everyone grieves differently. Uh, Everyone goes through whatever they have in life differently. But I think that now is the time to change the way that we're doing things and talk about it, you know, cause you never know someone that you're talking to may be living in their own kind of prison and it may free them from what they're dealing with. Right. Um, and yeah, a couple things come to mind. The first is, you know, and maybe we've said this in the podcast before, but I, you know, I've always believed that if everybody put their, their problems in a big pile and we could all see them, you might take your own problems when you, when you walked right, away and right. had to yeah. choose one or yeah. two or whatever. But you're right. You just don't know what other people are going through. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so if you get that calling or that, that thing you think is a conscience in your head to say something or to encourage somebody, damn it, do it. Yeah. You know That's what right. I mean? Yeah. That's my takeaway from this. Yep. And yeah. Well, and we talked about this a little bit in the first one, but your story's powerful and you should sh- share your story because your story could help somebody that's really going through a difficult time. The first, we were given the platform to speak about Oakland pretty early on. Uh, it was in from, October. Yeah, so six she months. She passed away in January. Nine months yeah, out. Uh, I was asked to put together, uh, if I wanted to, of course, there was no pressure. And I've always been the kind of person that, and hear this out there, win podcast listeners, if you want to win <laughs> in your life, you take opportunities that are given to you, even if you're not prepared for them. And the Lord will provide a way. So I I knew that because I'd been studying leadership people out there like uh, Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone. Are you a Grant Cardone fan? Uh, uh, I'm not familiar. Oh, well, you gotta check him out. He's 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 the man. Um, I know people. He's got he's controversial though, so I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying that. But you don't know who Grant Cardone is? I, I'm writing it down right now. Oh, bro. Uh, it's too bad there isn't like something on the internet where I could type in a name or something, and then it would like give me results. We should. Think oh, of wait a minute. Like wait a minute. <laughs> we should call it like Millennium or something. Google maybe. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we got the platform to speak about Oakland pretty early on, and yeah. I took that opportunity to deliver some sort of a sermon, and you know, I tried my best at it or whatever. But, um, and uh, you know, I think people were able to get something out of it that we moved on through that. But you also uh, spoke about, I don't remember exactly the yeah, details. Yeah, it was in, you, it was in October. It was a women uh, ignited by faith well, event. I'm talking about the actual church service, but there was both. Yeah. But this one was big because it yeah. was, uh, it was in October. She passed away in January and I was asked to speak in front of 300 women. And uh, after I spoke and told her story, uh, an 80 year old, uh, upper seventies, eighties, came up to me and she was crying and she was like, I lost a child and instantly her shoulders like dropped, like a weight was lifted. She said, my husband passed away. He's the only one that knew. And I was like, this is, this is powerful. That's God what is, I'm talking about. God's How many times up. did yeah. women, well, 
men and women, but mostly women come up to you with tears in their eyes that, I mean, some of them were 80 years old yeah. and you, you recognize that early on. And that was another springboard for the Oakland foundation that people, uh, I'm always gravitating towards women, but men too, uh, definitely men too, uh, need an, an avenue to talk about their little boy or little girl or, or, or older boy or older girl, you know, whatever the situation right. is that's passed away. And yeah, you were really good at recognizing that God gave you a gift there. I think you're right, though. Like you said, past culture just tells you not to talk about your problems, yeah. no yeah, matter what they are. The just, There's mm -hmm. still a lot of that culture around here. That's probably right. Absolutely, on a lot of things. But yeah. we can have another episode on that someday. Well, there you go. So I'm having a flash forward. Like My next episode should maybe have Eminem on, right? Because yeah. you're, oh. you're, you're saying, you know, this, this one shot, yes. this one opportunity. <laughs> Please. Yes. Well, that, you know, that has a lot to uh, my calling. I, I never, you know, set out to be a pastor and here I am. But um, it was because of stepping into un uncomfort, uncomfortable moments, uncomfortable right. uh, opportunities that, you know, yeah. you're not, and, you know, not everybody's ready I had, for everything. I had heard but... something and I we were talking about this in preparation for, uh, I don't know, we were talking about life in general and someone near and dear to us had just passed away. And I had said yeah. to you that everyone who has a story or has uh, something of significance in their life, whether that be something big um, where it looks like they've made it in life and they're, you know, I don't know, have something that they mm -hmm. have grown. Yeah. They haven't gotten there easily. That's everyone right. has a story of hardship to get to where they are today. Yes. Mostly, most of the time. Those that um, really have a big story to tell, I uh, didn't get there. People that have made out. something of their life, it's easy to see the finished product and say, I want to be like them. Why can't I be like them when they don't know the miles of curvy roads, valleys, yeah. and everything else that they went through, almost got a divorce, almost went bankrupt, uh, you know, all that stuff to get to where they are today. We just see the finished product. So yes, everybody that has made something of themselves, um, you know, has a story to tell because there was a time in their life where they had a chance to go back to safety or keep on uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Forging forward, and they chose mm -hmm. to forge forward even though their life sucked at the time. Yeah. It's it's funny. There's a financial advisor, friend of mine, kind of a mentor that, you know, kind of took me under his wing when I first started in this industry, and he jokingly calls me the 20-year overnight success story in my industry. <laughs> you know, kind <laughs> of right. along the lines yeah. you're saying yeah. that, you know, the average Joe or Jane might not realize when they see our building or the podcast that, you know, yeah, I, I worked nights. I worked weekends. Yeah. I still do sometimes. And, you know, it's not a 40-hour work week if yeah. you want to be productive and successful. Some people maybe are, but it takes a lot of work. Yeah, Yes, that's does. right. It does. And well, you it, can either work uh, 100 hours for yourself or 40 hours for somebody else. That's what the entrepreneur would say, <laughs> right? And, you know, you're almost always going to choose. All the entrepreneurs out there are going to say, I'll, I'll take 100 for myself any day of the week. But. Yeah, that's probably right. Wow. <clears throat> Covering a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah we are. You said it was nothing was off limits, right? Nothing. No. Anything. Anything. So have you ever gone through Rock Rapids and not hit one of the red lights? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't happen. There you go. Oh, funny. And, and I don't do these podcasts to necessarily promote something or to tell people what to do with their money. But as I sit here, I'm called. I would like to support the bear, the, the weighted bear ministry. And, and I think I'd like to donate to buy one of those every month. That's Seriously? awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Going forward. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <gasps> That's amazing. It's, it's maybe a drop in the ocean. You know what I mean? It, it, it's 
the it's thing not going to solve we, your production problems, well, but I mean, I'd love to be a part of that. But we have so many families who, so when we started, I said, I never, I don't want anyone to go without. Um, and so God just continues to provide. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, we literally had nothing to go off of when we started this foundation. That's we right. were using our own money, which we didn't have any. <laughs> um, and so, uh, but like, there's so many families who truly, I mean, when you lose a child, you don't think about like, we didn't have a plot. We didn't have, I mean, funerals are expensive. If you really right. look at what they cost, so right. these families don't have extra money. And that's where support like that means so much because we are able to continue to give to them without them having to pay anything to us in return. Nor are they prepared to have, that's another thing. You know, ours was unexpected, our situation. So here we are thinking we're going to take home a beautiful baby girl or boy or whatever. And we're having conversations about burial and cremation or, you know, like within hours of that. So, you know, not every situation is going to be like that. Sometimes there's going to be uh, some preparation, you know, something's coming, but um, that part of it too. So they're already dealing with enough. The last thing they should have to be dealing with are funeral costs or these, uh, some of these other yeah. things. And yeah, that's our, that's our next big thing. We'll get there. Funeral costs. Yeah. yeah that is mm -hmm. a big goal, a big, uh, yeah. God Eventually. vision of ours, if, yep. if you will, that, uh, we would like to start covering funeral costs, uh, for people that have lost children. It'll so, get there. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a lofty goal. You know what it I mean? Is. Um, it is. For sure. So this maybe isn't a fair question, but I mean, is this is this something you want to be involved with for the rest of your days? You know what's funny? is I just said to Travis, I need to not be at Visiting Angels anymore. <laughs> it's, I, I love working for our company. You know, I, I, I quit doing hair during COVID. Um, I just had a call to start working at the office so I could be home with the kids more. I was home, uh, or was not home at night very often. I was working every weekend. And so... Right. Yeah, started working in the office there, but uh, yeah, this is a full-time job. This nonprofit has grown into, um, which is, it's great. I feel so called to continue to do it. I will do it for as long as I can, as long as I physically can. I just need. Well, you're passionate about it. When you find something yeah. you're passionate about, it ain't called work, right, Corey? That's exactly right. I don't think I've had a day of work in, in my last 24 years of doing what I do right now. I and I have one it. child, Braxton, right. who he's like, Mom... Someday I'll help you with this. And I was like, and he comes in and helps me. And Gavin's like, I don't want to. I was like, yeah, that that's the difference between our two kids. But well, he'll take over. He'll be the next pastor, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but no, that that my lifelong goal would be to do that full time, and sure. that is a goal that we keep talking about. We just gotta get the right people in our other business, so I can I can do that. It's very cool. Yeah. So you mentioned visiting angels. Do you want to give a little? I'll call it a plug to from a high level view, what yeah. that is or what that means to you too? Yeah, so Visiting Angels uh, is a home care agency that provides care for uh, folks that uh, need a little extra assistance mm -hmm. in their home from uh, anybody that's maybe disabled to having you know Alzheimer's or dementia and just needing somebody around to providing care for a family caregiver uh, so they can get out and Rest go shopping it. or yep. go watch sure. a movie and just get away from that situation. So yeah, uh, we have caregivers that come in and out uh, round the clock uh, anywhere Within an hour of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, mm -hmm. and that's a company that we started, franchise that, that I started, uh, we started, but I specifically back in 2016. Yeah, 
And that's what started all of this, because that call from banking to that was the first leap of faith that we took when Jessica said, you don't want to wipe old people's butts. And that's a direct <laughs> quote. And I said, you're right. I don't want to wipe old people's butts. But you find people that are passionate about that. And then, you know, you, you have to have some passion for helping people. Do not hear that wrong, people. But you don't have to actually do the work uh, when you're starting a business, right? You find people that are just as passionate as you are. Correct. So, yeah, that's what started all of this was making, uh, answering that call. Yeah, my head's just spinning again because it's basically just amazing how many, how many lives you guys are touching in various avenues. Yeah. Job one, job two, job <laughs> yeah, three, foundation jobs. one. You know what I mean? <laughs> and how cool is that? You're sitting here smiling and enjoying every bit of the ride. It, it is, feels yeah. like to it's, me. It's, you know, the well, thing is, is I, I say over and over, and I have to be careful. Some people take this out of context. I would not change a thing. I miss Oakland every single day of my life. There's think not about a, her every there, day. I'm not kidding. There is not an hour that goes by that I do not think of that girl. She is everywhere. She's in the birds that are singing outside. She's in you know the sunset, the sun, the sunrise. I mean, she literally is everywhere. And um, I would not. I mean, I, but I would not change a bit of it because she has completely transformed our life. She has saved our marriage. She has helped so many i mean she was alive for 10 hours and she has been a part of over 760 families grieving families lives and like to think of if she can make that big of an impact in 10 hours like we're all falling short every day because we have an opportunity every day to change someone else's life by just giving them a smile or holding a door or asking them how they are or whatever um just like you said in the last episode, that dash. Yeah, you know, that, her dash that, was so small, and yet yeah. she continues to live on. Well, from and... the pastor's perspective, she ran her race. Mm-hmm. And God knows what he's doing. And no matter what circumstances you're facing out there, you just heard ours, and, you know, there's really bad things that people go through, but, you know, right up there at the top of the list is losing a child. But God will provide a way through your tragedy through your difficulty if you just have a little bit of faith you know jesus calls us just to have faith the size of a mustard seed and he will provide but the problem is is too many people want to try to do it on their own and that's impossible yep mm-hmm. there is not one possible thing i can now say that would end this episode better than what you guys just wrapped up right <laughs> drop yes, the mic drop. what do you think eric oh no that was that was perfect. I was going to say you didn't fall asleep, did you? I oh, absolutely not. not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, not a chance. It, what would finish this out the best is contact information. How to get a hold of you guys? How to uh, get a hold of the foundation and learn more? Yeah, so you can go right to our website, OaklandFoundation.com. O a k l y n Foundation.com. Find us on Facebook. We do a a lot of posts on there. Um, but if you go to our website, we have um, different care packages, weighted bears. We have, um, oh, man, there's so many things we didn't even touch base on that we provide the hospitals with as far as, like, lactation kits and angel outfits and so, so, so many things. All of our events are right there. So check it out. Fantastic. Corey, any closing thoughts? No. I, you know, our a lot of times we'll give our phone number and contact information, but it's not about that today. So, uh Yep. And we'll provide Check a link the, to the, the information to the, she provided. And, you know, my links where my link is. Everybody knows how to get a hold of me if they need to. Yep. And and we'll put the link to the foundation in the podcast notes as well. So if you're listening to the podcast on any of the channels, just go to the notes, click it, and it will should take you right there. Um, 
Jessica, Travis, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your heart, your vision, um, and your time with us today. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's right. Thanks so much for having us. Corey, thank you for just creating the podcast. Uh, you did it for educational purposes, and now you're impacting more than just education. You're impacting people's hearts with guests like this. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm better for knowing these two, uh, actually all three, Oakland as well. And so I thank, thank you, you for for doing this, Corey. I, I, I wouldn't be here without you. <laughs> That's for sure. Right on. Yep. And our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to The Win Podcast with Corey Hymanson. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way when Corey comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it and leave a review, as this actually does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Hymanson Wealth Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Win Podcast. What's important now? The show that helps you achieve your financial dreams. To ask questions about topics covered during the show or get a copy of Stop Doing Dumb Things With Your Money by Corey Hymanson, visit www.hymansonwealth.com or give us a call at 712-472-3867. Don't forget to click the follow button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through Securities America, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors, Inc. Hymanson Wealth Advisors and Securities America are separate entities.